Welcome to This Week in Gay, your weekly show of everything gay in the gay universe with lots of gay stories and gay people and gay stuff. Yeah. <laughs> this is a gay show? Wait, wait, I, jo- I joined the wrong show. You joined the wrong show, I, mister. I thought I was joining the Boycott the Oreo uh, Nabisco campaign show, you know, I, I'm anti-gay. Wait, 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 wait for the uh, wait, 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 wait. What's for you? Don't blow your load. Don't shoot your load before it's done. Hang out. That's Adam from Mister or not Mister Dubious Intent. God, this show's starting off with a great start. Mister Adam Burns from Dubious Intent. Hello, sir. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. How are you? Uh, besides the weather, doing all right. I'm one of the few houses on the block that has electricity. So. Wait now you're you're in Ohio, correct? Yes, that be right. I'm right here in Ohio. Back in weren't the- you saying weren't you saying something about having a hurricane or something? You can't possibly <laughs> have a hurricane in Ohio. <laughs> I know it's um it's more of just a lot of oh hold on I'm gonna add Larry Queen to the, well hold on let's do uh, let's do uh, let's go around the table first. Uh, so there's Adam. There's Mr. Brother Sinatus. Hey, how's it going out there? Hey, it's uh, it's windy. And then last but not least, just joining us right on the spot is Mr. Larry Queen himself. Hi. Hi, I can't hear you. Yeah? You sound like you're in a shoebox. Hang on, let me pull the mic a little bit closer. It's been a while since I've used this setup. Can you hear me now? Yes. What do you? Oh, say? yes. Take the microphone out of your ass and put it near your mouth. <laughs> But wipe it off first. Yeah, wipe it off though. Otherwise, it'd be it'd be stinky. So, uh, no, we had uh, we had some major storms come through the uh, the Midwest, and notably Columbus got smashed. We have about twenty thousand people without power. Um, lots of uh, winds and roofs, and oh, it's 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 basically half the lights, the stoplights aren't even on right now. So, um, and now we're having another bunch of wind and rain coming through Ohio. It's just it's just fun. So if I go in the middle of the show to go take care of the sub pump, just carry on without me, guys, and I'll be back at some point. So but, Well, I know where not to visit this weekend. I was talking on dubious intent about not having anything to do this coming weekend. So I was looking at plane tickets to various places. Apparently Ohio is not Trust me, you wouldn't want location. to go to Ohio to begin with. You could live here, it's cheap, but there's really not much to do here, to be honest with you. Isn't there a famous like theme park of some like oh, with yes, the largest Point, roller coaster? Largest roller roller coaster in the well, it might have been being it keeps changing every year, but yeah, Cedar Point usually has the largest roller coasters in the world, so tallest, tallest, I should say. So, but uh, actually, I mean, Ohio's interesting. I mean, you got Cleveland, you got the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, you got stuff to do there. Columbus, you got uh, German Village, you got uh, Easton, which is like shopping Walt Disney World. Um, you know, there's there's stuff to do here. It's and it's relatively cost effective for a visit too. So um, you got Cincinnati, you know, and if you want to do the you know the college partying crowd, you got OSU, uh, Athens. I mean, depends on what you're into. So. Um, and good, 
Lord knows there's enough gay boys here to keep you interested. So, Adam, I'm guarantee you probably get laid walking into any bar here. So, hmm. so yeah, so come visit Ohio or you'll get laid. <laughs> uh, you should make t-shirts. <laughs> That's a bad idea. Oh. Hmm. All right, anyhow, so let's do some news here. But first, let's. Uh, I got a letter last week from an individual uh, commenting on our show when we were talking about the TSA. And Jesse writes, First, I would rather go through TSA than be interrogated about what my travels are for. The right of privacy is worth more to me than having to walk through a machine. Also, the comment about General Mills seeming gay, which doesn't make their support surprising. We shouldn't exclude the breeders. Everyone who is pro-gay isn't always gay. Poor Obama has been put in the same boat. Watch what we put out there. Cyberbullying is a playground bully on a 10-time magnitude. The kid calling you a fag in the hallway happens in that moment, not permanently placed on the internet. And the social interaction is connected to the internet so strong, so strongly in the younger community, so what's said or done there could be a cloud over them. Uh, all right, and that's from Jesse. So, uh, I mean, brother, you, you were here last week. Any thoughts on that? Well, I mean, that's basically, uh, that's, I kind of agree with him. I mean, that's kind of what we were saying, considering the person that was trying to be controversial on the cyber bullying. Well, I would somewhat, yeah. I would somewhat agree with that. The only thing is I still don't think that the uh, TSA is what they're doing is actually – improving the security uh, at all so i mean well the, uh, on that one though i mean it's we as a country got to decide how much we're willing to give up on our uh, traveling you know do we want to have these people pawing us and checking through everything we are taking on board um uh, is that how much we want how safe we want to be no i want to say you're no you know a lot of people are yes uh, so i mean this is one thing i think democracy is going to have to Work it, work it out. You know, more. What more people want is what we're going to have to do. If yeah. you, if if you're going to fill me up, at least give me a reach around. That's all I ask, especially at the airport. That's well, they true. don't. I I don't know what the story was about because I wasn't here last week. But I will say, you know, the TSA, the new. I've had to walk through that new machine several times, and I don't really care. I mean, I, I of course I get naked for anybody anyway. It doesn't matter, but. The the machine now it just has this like cartoon or like no, it just looks like it, a stick figure. That's what they tell you, but that's not really the case. So. Well, but it's what it's what's showing on the monitors that they're seeing. I mean, in the back end somewhere in another room, maybe they have more detailed you know stuff. But the the monitor that I've seen actually there um, has just a drawing of a man or a woman. And then it's showing, you know, if there's any weapon-y looking thing. Well, the, you know. the, the problem is, though, Adam, is that, first of all, these things are high doses of radiation that are not really um, – they, they haven't been tested yet to see if they're actually safe to people. And the people who are most in danger are the people running the machines who are not allowed to wear dosimeters to check the radiation level. I mean, if you go into any dentist's office and get x-rays, they're allowed to wear dosimeters, but these people here at the TSA aren't allowed to wear dosimeters. So basically, they're going to have a whole health, uh, a whole host of health problems later on in the future from working these machines. So, But beyond that, the, once again, the, the best way they've found to actually 
deal with terrorism is to actually ask the person, what, what are you coming in for? What are you doing? Where are you going? I mean, when I went over to London, that's what they did. They said, you know, hey, what are you here for? And, you know, they, they, just, they ask you a series of questions. And they could tell just by instincts that if somebody's kind of shaky, then you do the inspection. But, but I get nervous. When, when people are interrogating me, even if I'm doing something completely you know, because, well, I'm not a terrorist, but even if I am doing something completely innocent, I get nervous and I feel like I would look suspicious just because I would be nervous just by the sheer fact that someone was interrogating me. Right. But I'm, but the person doing their job should be able to determine what the difference is between someone just being nervous and someone who has something to hide. So, but anyhow, we could go on. I, I That's a whole... If you want to hear about TSA and regulation, I highly recommend listening to Am Curry's podcast, No Agenda, who's nice enough to actually have this week in gate on the No Agenda stream. Thank you very much, guys. Um, guarantee you'll be enlightened to a lot of how our government is basically bending us over and screwing us without any lube. Oh, come on, guys. Give me a little laughter here. <laughs> Jeez, I'm throwing out the best stuff. It's like crickets, crickets. Where's Big Fatty when I need him? Okay. Yes. <laughs> All right. Moving on. Uh, thank you, Justin, for your for your. Um, uh, well, I guess Larry, do you have anything to say? Okay. Oh, can you hear me? Yeah, just barely. Speak up, lad. Speak up. Fist oh. the microphone. I don't think he's coming through his what he thinks he's coming through. Yeah. What do you? Where, where's your microphone setting? microphone is sitting right in front of me. No, no, not, <laughs> not sitting. Setting. I think he may be coming through a, a like a laptop mic or a webcam yeah, mic or something. Yeah, it's not the microphone that you have on. It's like the microphone. It's like check your check your microphone settings. Did you hear the snapping of the fingers? Yeah, but they're still very far away. We hear you, but it's like you're coming through someone else's mic like uh, two buildings over. It's like you're five feet away from your microphone. Then chances are it's probably not the one I thought I was getting. Put your face really close down to your keyboard and talk. Well, really close to my keyboard. Now you're louder. Yeah, you were louder when you were closer to your keyboard. When I'm closer to my keyboard, I am practically mouthing my microphone right now. Yeah, yeah, we, we hear you now. Is it a good enough level for you? Oh, there you go. What'd you do right there? Nothing. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I don't know. Goddamn, goddamn technology. By the way, listeners, before the show, Adam was on with Mr. Uh, Daniel. Um, and they're like, uh, who uses Skype anymore? And I'm like, oh, my God, am I that old? <laughs> uh all right. Anyhow, so on to the first story. I'm going to, by the way, guys, uh, go ahead and pick your stories. France sets marriage timetable. Say that five times fast. Uh, basically, upon the election of President Francois Hollande and the following landslide the socialists into the national legislature, same-sex same marriage was all but guaranteed for France. Today, the French government officially set the timetable. Within a year, people of the same sex will be able to marry and adopt children together. Dominique Bertonelli, junior minister for families, told the daily La Parisienne 
that we have the same rights and duties of any married couple. A law granting full marriage status to gay couples would bring France, which currently provides for only same-sex civil unions, into line with the following EU members, Denmark, Poland, Spain, Belgium, and the Netherlands and Sweden. It would also mark a profound change in French society, where more than two-thirds of the people still describe themselves as Roman Catholic, according to a 2010 survey by pollster IFOP. However, fewer and fewer of them adhere to strict Roman Catholic teachings on sexual issues or back the Vatican's condemnation of homosexuality. Church attendance has collapsed. So, yay France! Yay! Except... Don't bother trying to download anything because after three strikes, you're thrown in jail. But yay for free marriage. Yay. Guys, thoughts? Well, we got another place to go to get married. That's And plus, what a great place to go about the Eiffel Tower. So what, you get three strikes of downloading something illegally over there and you get thrown in jail. Yeah, that's pretty much what they, they have a law that they, they – I mean that's a whole other topic. But basically they have a law that basically says if they – uh, and you get no internet. You uh, the internet. You get taken away from the internet, and you can't use it. So, yeah. yeah. So there's good and bad things about France. Mostly, you know, the good things are the wine. The bad things are the cheese. So, <laughs> well, I wouldn't think they would care who you got married to over there because isn't everyone kind of sexually ambiguous in France anyway? They kind of all swing both ways. Yeah. Well, that, I'm sure oh. that's a stereotype, but I, I think just they're more liberal about. It's interesting. France seems to be more liberal, but yet more socialist at the same time. So it's it's one of those countries where like, yeah, you have a lot of freedom, but the government tells you how to be free. Well, and also they have a uh, more liberal attitude towards marriage. I mean, uh, when Francis Mitterrand died, his m- mistress was with the family. Oh, yeah, that's right. At the, fu- at the funeral. And I mean, and his wife knew about her. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's probably a little bit more of an open open relationship over there type thing so either way it just goes to show how far behind the united states is but we're slowly getting there slowly but steadily all right on to the next story on to from pant from pants from france we go to poland and adam has the next story Okay, 43 years after the Stonewall riot, Polish deputies decided that same-sex couples are citizens of a second class. Yesterday on June 28th in the Polish Sejem, I'm not good at country names or or weird, the lower house of the parliament, deputies rejected the civil partnership bill for same and different sex couples. The Commission of Legislation, which was asked to evaluate bills, outvoted it 15 to 3. It means that the Polish parliament is not going to work on the bill. Now everything is up to one person, speaker of the Sejem. Um, wow. Yeah, I don't know how you say that. <laughs> Eva, Iwa Kopacz, who said in 2002 that openly gay person should not hold public office and should not be able to stand for the elections. And my Polish side of me is outraged by this, even though my Polish side of me was occupied by Germany when I was my family was living in and it was occupied by Germany. But I'm still outraged. So, France, yay. Poland, boo. <laughs> Thoughts, gentlemen? I don't know much about Poland. I don't know uh, either. <laughs> Other than all the Italians love to make Polak jokes. That's all I know. And they're actually yeah. probably the most intelligent people I met. Every Polish person I met is really intelligent. So, how this happened, I don't know. 
But you are part Polish, right? I see. Here's the thing. My family said, "Oh, we're German. German. We're German." But then I found out that the the spot that they were they were in Poland, but Germany occupied them during World War II. And I'm like, well, "Wait a minute. That means we're Polish. We're not German. We were in Poland." They're like, "Oh no, 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 no. We were German." I'm like, "No, no, no. If we were in Poland, and it was Poland at some point, and that's where Great Grandma Olga lived, we were Polish." If Germany came in, they rechanged the lines, but then it went back. That still means we're Polish, so it's it's a big uh, it's a big discussion. At uh, yes, no matter what, you were or are currently sausage. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Either way, there's there's uh, that probably explains a lot about me. So, but uh, maybe maybe if I had ever had sex with a Polish person, but I don't think that I have. So, I mean, I like to pride well, myself in being multicultural in the in the sex arena, but well, I, if I ever get out there to pride for you in Las Vegas, <laughs> well, they they do say that I have uh, last year I had a list and um, you know kind of went down that list of people, but oh really? You yeah, had I don't sex know. with other podcasters. I don't know how it's going to work this year because I'm I'm in a a semi relationship at the oh, moment. So. Okay. Well, I'm in a relationship too, so nothing would ever happen. But uh, needless to say, one can dream. Speaking of dreaming, how would you ever like to eat a one, two, three, four, five, six, a six stuffed Oreo that was multicolored? It's not an actual cookie. I know, I know. In fact, you can see the Photoshop work if you look closely. I mean, it's a copy and paste with a color overlay. But I'm so. I'm interested. Fatty's faces on it. Say what? Are you looking at the one with Big Fatty's faces all over it? No, where's that one at? Uh, SpottingBigFatty.com. Uh, which one? Spotting Big Fatty. SpottingBigFatty.com. Oh, is this a new trend that's going around? Oh. You don't listen to Big Fatty, huh? I don't listen to any shows. I'm busy. <laughs> I have shit to do. I hate it. Thank oh, God. Hilarious. Someone I can point to who probably listens to less shows than me. Anytime Daniel says, so have you caught the latest episode of yada yada? And I'm like, uh, um, uh, I'll say, you know what? Anthony doesn't listen to anything. So <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, I would love to listen, but this is the, this is my life at work. Okay. Put my headphones on. Okay. On the computer typing away. Can you come do this? My computer isn't working. I don't know how to do this. This is down. More whining. I mean, literally, it's like I can't listen to anything because in, when the next 15 minutes, somebody's going to come in and basically ask a really inane question that I want to shoot them for. But um, I put the link in the chat room. It's actually spottingbigfatty.com. This is pretty cool. Is this like a, is this like a oh, he's got some, he's uh, with Ben Cohen on the bag. That's kind of hot. Um Let's see what else. He's right a, next one is the one with the Oreo. Yeah, I see the Oreo one. That's kind of cool. Big Fatty at uh, Retrospective. Uh, International Mannequin. Uh, this is kind of cool. So, Big Fatty National Catfish Day. Well, I do know I do know the story about um, the the Oreo, so I wanted to say that I think it's stupid, the kinds of things that people protest. I mean, first of all... Why um, did this get so much attention is what I want to know. Well, they... they... Go ahead. A 
about a cookie that doesn't even exist. Yeah, why did this get so much attention when it's it's like a Photoshop? And people are upset over a Photoshop of a cookie. Sorry, well, I like mean, there hasn't been this much upset since Cookie Monster was taken off crack. I mean, seriously, people. I think it's just a continuation of the like the General Mills from last week. I mean, uh, companies are beginning to realize, and I'm, you know, my gay compadres, don't eat Oreos. There's better cookies out there. <laughs> but, but, you know, they're, they're, they're beginning to realize they got to market to the Gays. I mean, hey, it worked. I, I went out and bought Lucky Charms for the first time in twelve years. So yeah. So I mean, go. I mean, I mean, I mean, some companies it works, and so I mean, J.C. Penney's it didn't necessarily help them that much, but Starbucks, I mean, it just shot their stuff through the roof, and you know, any company that seems pretty much any company that starts to market towards gays seems to get a lot of good. Uh, well, it's. I mean, the, the look at Coors in Colorado. I mean, when they started marketing to the gays, they did very well. Yeah. But, I mean, that, they had to turn around uh, about 180 degrees just from what they used to think. You know, any company that has a product that's double stuffed, I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to be for them anyway. But, uh, double stuffed with cream, huh? Right, yeah, double mm. stuffed with cream. But I was going to say um, between two black – anyway. so uh, <laughs> I, miss, uh, I miss double penetration now that I'm in a relationship. That's all I'll say, people. Wow. Um, <laughs> Uh, so I was going to say, no, I don't know why it got so much attention. First of all, like Larry said, that there's no real product, which wouldn't even matter anyway. I mean, yeah. so what if there was a real real product? But they didn't even say anything specific to – the word gay was not in it anywhere. Right. The, you know, there was nothing in the ad. But you know, why people get so up in arms about any support of – you know, you can't have a rainbow cookie. You can't. I, I don't know. It's ridiculous. Oh, it is ridiculous. ridiculous. But it's just it's, it's it's just interesting why certain companies who advertise for gay stuff all the time, like Orbitz, I don't see any people going after them. But yet Oreos. Oh my God, we can't have children eating a rainbow Oreo. It might turn them gay. It might turn them gay. <laughs> Let us behold that the actual color dyes would actually give them, you know, uh, what's it called? A-H-A-H-A-D or something like ADHD. That. Yeah, but uh, no, it might turn them gay, which is worse. Like, yeah. Anyhow. All right. Uh, moving on to Georgia. Uh, I think this was a follow-up story, but I, I don't know if this is a follow-up to a story we did with a girl and her picture changed and it's someone else, or this is similar to the story we did last week. But an uh, anti-gay counseling student... Jennifer Keaton loses suit against school. The federal court, yeah, because was the other one in Michigan? Yeah. Yeah, this one's, okay, so this one's in Georgia. A federal court in Georgia has ruled that Augusta State University acted properly when expelled counseling student Jennifer Keaton for refusing to treat LGBT patients. Keaton, Michigan students Julia Ward, who has a similar case still pending, have become martyrs for the anti-gay hate industry. From this ruling, Keaton's conflation of personal and professional values, or at least her difficulty in discerning the difference, appears to be rooted in her opinion that the immorality of homosexual relationships is a matter of objective and absolute moral truth. 
the policies which govern the ethical conduct of counselors, however, with their focus on client welfare and self-determination, make clear that the counselor's professional environs are not intended to be crucible for counselors to test metaphysical or moral propositions. Plato's Academy or a similar the counselor program is not that Keaton's opinions were couched in absolute or untangible terms does not give her the constitutional license to make it otherwise. Wow, that sounds really complex. <laughs> does anybody get what the hell that says? No. Other than you can't do that? <laughs> well, the oh, chat room... I mean, I- Go ahead, the chat room loves this story because they're talking about someone being an adamant top. So I think the story confused the chat room as well. They've oh, they've gone awry. You know what? Let, let me jump to the chat room. So we were saying, Anthony, top group of bears. What? What about my t- top group of bears? Who's an adamant top? Let's see. Apparently, they they would rather see you top a group of bears than listen to this story. I don't. I'm, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but <laughs> well. Let's see. I'll do a bear, but most of the time the bears do me. Generally, my well, I'm in a relationship for four years, so it's not getting. I'm not getting any sex. But when I was single, my general rule was is that the Twinkie boys I topped, and then the the uh, the big bears I usually bottomed, and then there was the the oh God. I can't believe I'm discussing this. By the way, if you would like to hear more of my sex life, go check out my other show, A Shantino Lemon, available at ashantinolemon.com for all my sexual escapades. And kids, make sure you get your parents' permission before listening. <laughs> all right. Anyhow, so yeah, chat room. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll discuss more of this in, in Las Vegas. Which, by the way, send donations now because otherwise I can't go. All right. Uh, so, yeah, any other uh, any thoughts to this, guys? Larry, you've been quiet. Give me your thoughts. Oh, I, I've been speaking the whole time. You didn't hear me? <laughs> wow, your mic is much better now. Yeah, so whatever, whatever you, you do, do, it sounds great. I'm right on top of it. <laughs> As you should be. Uh, uh, I mean, the thing is, my opinion is, if you decide to go in counseling, you need to look at... Um, people you're going to be counseling and uh you really don't you know in fact even in medicine you don't have much chance to give your opinion unless no. you really want to yeah go out there in a special ultra specialized field of christian christian counseling or anything right. like that yeah if you're I mean, going to be providing a service you have to put your personal opinions aside and for the better good of the individual so yeah. if you think that i mean first of all if you think homosexuality is a sin please reconsider your actual job <laughs> I mean, you might not want to go into uh, anything that, uh, you know, psychiatry or anything like that because you're going to find that half of what you learn is a bunch of BS. But, I mean, second of all, if you are going to do that, then, yeah, you got to put it aside and think about the better of the, of the individual. So. Well, I was going to say this. You know, if you're, if you're going into psycho- psychology or you're going to be a psychiatrist, one of those two fields or even the, like, licensed family whatever you know those those fields where you're you are basically listening to people's problems and and trying to help them you shouldn't have an opinion well, you shouldn't be giving negative opinions really about anything because i mean obviously i mean if someone's an axe murderer or something then that's different <laughs> 
But I'm saying you have to be very, you, you have to be very open-minded, and right. um, it involves a lot of empathy. I would think doing counseling because the one thing you want is people to come in and feel like they can be open and honest and share whatever these feelings are that they're having without being judged. That's right. the that's the reason that people go to therapy is so they can listen, they can get everything out in the open on the table without being judged and actually discuss whatever issues it is that they're having. And if you're a counselor who's going out saying, you know, I will not treat homosexuals or whatever, you know, you're showing yourself as a judgmental person. Right. Exactly. And even if I had no issues with homosexuality and I was straight and I had some other issue, just hearing you be judgmental and saying, I won't treat A, B, C, D people would I would think twice about going to you no matter what my issue was because I don't want a judgmental person. I, I won't feel comfortable, you know, nope. talking we, to that person. It's okay. We messed that up earlier too. What was that, Larry? I said it was supposed to be ADHD, Adam. <laughs> okay. That's what I said. Okay, so they're they're posting <laughs> some pictures in the chat room. Okay. And they're what they're claiming this is me. What what is this, guys? Um. <laughs> what is this going on here? Yokojin? Anthony complete. liked the juicy feeling of his whole after a uh, what? Mm-hmm. It's Anthony. Where? Where? I don't see where one of these is me. See, this is why if we were using the Google Plus with video, then everyone <laughs> could see that you don't look like any of these guys in, the, in these pictures. Yeah, I don't look like, but it looks like a hot video. Which video is this? <laughs> I am somewhat curious on what porn this is. This looks like a quite interesting porn. But uh, no, if you want to, just you can see my photos. I mean, just go to my personal website, anthonyensemble.com. So, but uh Anthony, like the uh, okay, guys. Yeah, you know we're trying to do a quality show here to help the children. You're turning this into porn. <laughs> Let's go. All right, on to the next story, Mr. Mr. Larry, if you would please. The Scottish government has re- re- revealed that. Oh, shit, I already fucked it up. Uh, has revealed that it will announce its decision on same-sex marriage on July 10th. You may recall that last fall, the government solicited public comments on the issue, leading to various anti-gay campaigns from the local Catholic Church and several nasty blog posts from NOM, which apparently has something to do with snacking. Cabinet ministers will be in Edinburgh and announce whether the government will will propose a change in the law that would allow gay and straight couples equal access to marriage. Scotland's public consolation... Consultation. Consultation closed in December with over 50,000 responses, making it the largest such consultation of this kind. The government had previously delayed the the publication of the results of the consultation once... That just doesn't sound right. Once... Just unique. Yeah. uh, (laughs) Expected to have published in June. Although it is believed equal marriage opponents were able to mobilize more negative responses than marriage opponents. Equal marriage enjoys consistent majority support in Scottish polls. Okay, so Scotland possibly next. Um. Yes, thank you, Joe, my God, for making yet another story easily readable. <laughs> Let's edit it, folks. Just edit it down just a bit. So... 
Oh, okay. So now the chat room. See, now I'm distracted by the chat room. It says, "Who would thought thought Anthony is a hot daddy? Am I really a daddy?" Yeah. Can I just say something about that? Because apparently, and I don't know, I I don't know what your age is, but I have been, I have never thought of myself as a daddy, but uh, I have been referred to as a daddy by the same person in the chat room. I'm 36, going on 37, and 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 if I shave the goatee off, people think I'm 27. And I'm 33, and I've been mistaken for much younger than that as well. So I'm like, I'm not a daddy yet. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Well, that's he's, in it, he's, in his, he's in his early 20s. He's just a child. Oh, uh, maybe. okay. Well, there you go. That, that's and, that's, and that's from the one on the show that can make these decisions. You know, I, I will say this, though. Um, it, I, it does hearten me to know that as I get older, I can look at much um, older people as looking young. So I think, you know, even though I always thought, am I going to be one of those like 70 year olds who's like going after the 18 year olds or whatever? And, you know, tragic like that. And not not that I'm calling anyone tragic if that's your thing. But I think that as I get older, I people who are older look younger to me, if that makes any sense. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Basically, you you all of a sudden – when you were young, you thought, oh, that's so old. But now it's like, hey, he ain't so bad looking, at, you know, right. older than me. Yeah. You know, well, that's just, you know, that just comes with a, how do I post a picture to the Pride 48 chat room? So I, I don't know how to do that. But I will say on the topic of marriage, I, I have, I always used to say that I didn't care so much about the term marriage because I think that is a very straight religious thing, and I didn't necessarily, even though I do consider myself to be a Christian, I didn't because the people who came up with the term marriage and who sort of, you know, made it a religious thing, I didn't necessarily want to be associated with that should I decide to to do that with my partner, that I would rather call it a civil union just so it didn't have any connection well, the, with... The, the problem is that if you if the problem is is that basically you need the legal representation in order to get the legal rights you have to either have the same term so either there's two ways we can do this we either say marriage is a legal term that defines the benefits that two people join into a contract and are able to get or everybody gets civil unions first even the heterosexual ones they have to get a civil union right and you know and i i I never have been married to anyone or had a civil union, but my ex, who we were together for six years, we had rings, but I refused to wear the ring on the same finger as straight people do. So I would wear it on the other hand mm. just because I didn't want, you know, if they're not going to accept me, then fuck it. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to do something different. Right. But I do feel like the thing that really gets me is the fact that we don't have the same, you know, I, in some states, I can't file, you know, taxes together. I can't, if my partner were to be in the hospital, there are some states that I still could not go in and see them because I wouldn't be considered family. And I think those things are the important things. I don't really care about the terminology as much as the rights. Right, right. Well, basically, yeah, as long as we're getting the same rights, you could call it whatever you want. I mean, you could call it, um, you know, bloopy da boopy da boop But, you know, just give us our freaking rights. Don't make it so people who actually can get married can get other benefits and tax benefits and everything else. And we're, shimmling, you know, basically paying more money just because we're second-class citizens. Brother, brother Larry? Yes. Yeah. Thoughts? 
Um, Yukijin in the chat room needs you to send uh, needs you to send him your uh, your personal photos. <laughs> if you want, I'll just send you a video of me doing something. If you're really that desperate. <laughs> no, I'm not certainly is very desperate because I think he's got a quite a collection. Oh, really? I'm not. You know what? I'm not desperate. But if you have a video of you doing something, I do. I sent it to. Um, that's oh, a, he's going to play this one again. I sent it to so and so, and you need to get a hold of them in order to get that video. <laughs> right. <laughs> Actually, it's just a link on my website. If I'll, if you that want, bullshit. I'll give it to you. So you have a link on that website that you just gave us with all your professional stuff linked into a, a pornographic link. video. Can, it's a hidden link. No, I don't have one doing the cucumber, no. Um, <laughs> chat room. Chat room, you are crazy. You'd be crazy this evening. So, all right, let's get, let's hurry on. We got to finish up the rest of the stories here. But, uh, yeah, if you want that link, I'll just see me after, see me after the show. So. Would you like for me to move on to the next one? Yes, please. Okay, the three-time Academy Award nominee. Sorry, let me start at the beginning of the famed director, author, and screenwriter Nora Ephron has died of leukemia at the age of 71. The three-time Academy Award nominee was a prolific author, screenwriter, playwright, and director who made a name for herself as a pioneer in Hollywood, where she was one of the first women to write and direct her own films. She contributed essays and journalism to outlets including the New York Times and the Huffington Post, for which she last wrote a story in June 2011. She had most recently written the play Lucky Guy, a drama based on the life of Pulitzer Prize-winning journalist Mike McClary, which was expected to be open on Broadway or to open on Broadway in 2013 with Tom Hanks in the starring role. Efron's marked film career was known for her charming romantic comedies that often starred such silver screen icons as Meryl Streep, Tom Hanks, and Meg Ryan, with whom she worked multiple times throughout her career. And it says she got a screenwriting Oscar nomination for Silkwood, When Harry Met Sally, and Sleepless in Seattle. So apparently the reason Meg Ryan had a career was because of this. Um, Because Meg Ryan was also in um, Sleepless in Seattle, Oh, that was mentioned. And um, you've got mail. So did she write those? I don't know if she wrote. She, yeah. I mean, she was involved with it. I, I believe she wrote them. Yeah, it was uh, Sleepless in Seattle, You've Got Mail, was she, was When Harry Met gay? Sally. I mean, what's the gay connection, I guess? I don't know. You put the story in the lineup. Oh, it's on Joe, my God. So It was on a couple other stories. It was like, I saw it in a couple other places as well. So they, anyone know? I don't know if she was gay. I think it's just more feminist. Uh, or... Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, did she write a couple gay, gay, uh, gay comedies? Oh, all right. The if book... there was only this site, yeah. If there's only on the a Internet, Wikipedia, you know. Let me, let me go know, to the book of knowledge and whatnot. Where someone could go to look up these things, but I'm famous for not being able to multitask. I'm not <laughs> capable of talking on a show and googling or Wikipedia-ing. At the same time. All right. So, so. I, th- I, I, I think she's a gay icon or something. Yeah. You know, this, yeah. Well, welcome to the quality you get from the show, folks. Did you not yeah. have your This weekend Gay Research Department thoroughly research each and every show beforehand? Yeah. It, uh, unfortunately, it uh, um, 
we did at the last minute. I ran out of budget. <laughs> I was going to say all the all the funds you're getting from the No Agenda Network or whatever, you don't have oh, some. Oh yeah, all the you know. funds, all the glorious funds that are coming in. In fact, I just yeah, let me see what it, what have we got recently? Uh, nothing. <laughs> so speaking of which, yes, if you enjoy this quality news uh, show. Uh, please consider donating to the Shanty Network. You can go to ashantynoliman.com and your donations help to support the server, the server costs, um, getting my ass to Las Vegas because everybody wants me to go there, but unfortunately I have no money because I have to cut a tree down in my front yard before it kills somebody. Long story, don't ask me. Um, well, I was going to say I probably have a, a spare bed. You know, I know I only got well, – I have a <laughs> – Oh, I believe me, very... I've, got a, I've got tons of people offering me beds. That's not the problem. Uh-oh. It's the airplane ticket. So, uh, Well, I can't help you there. Yeah, if somebody's got connections with American Airlines or something, hook, hook a brother up. So, but. All right, on to the next story. Let's see if we can actually do some actual news. All right, well, this was one of the big stories this week. So, brother, why don't you uh, – Okay, don't you hey, about Texas – Teenage lesbian, a lesbian couple shot in a possible hate crime. Two teenage girls in the U.S. state of Texas have been shot in a possible hate crime, with one being fatally wounded. Molly Olgin, 19, was shot dead while her girlfriend, Mary Christine Chapa, 18, is currently in stable condition in the hospital after undergoing emergency surgery. Uh, the pair were found on Saturday morning in grass below a lookout point. Corpus Christi Caller Times said a local resident had heard two gunshots on Friday night, but believed they were firecrackers. They have been uh, the, the girls had been in a relationship for five months before the attack. Ms. Chapa is now reportedly able to communicate while with police and help them with the investigation, which may be treated as a hate crime. Uh, I think uh, it goes on and gives more details, but it's, yeah, that's this just is story. extremely. So here's, you know, the sad stories, unfortunately, we have to report. But, I mean, these, you know, these two girls who just seem like normal, average girls just shot and one of them killed to death. And it just goes to show we have to keep educating people as best as possible about the reasons why gay people are not the call of the devil, are not sins. It's a part of nature you anyhow it's just it's just ridiculous if you if you really think that gay people should die at this stage of the game then it's you're the one the person that need, you're the person that needs to be exterminated not the not the gay people because it's not like it's we're a part of nature we're a part, we're a part of society and we ain't going away <laughs> so guys your thoughts on this I'm, I think you said it. Yeah. There's not much else you could say. It's just a sad story. But we have to – I mean I feel obliged to report this stuff. I mean Joey would say we really need to report this stuff because we have to tell the good with the bad. So, I mean kids, be aware. I mean we're, we're making progress. If there's any advice I can give any kids that are listening, be aware of your surroundings and realize that you know you may you – know, just keep an eye out for yourself and protect yourself at the best way possible. I realize not everybody has the opportunity to do that, but just look out for yourself in the best way possible. So, 
Well, I hate to sound like, you know, uh, we were talking about not being bears earlier, being not being old because you and I are both still young, right? But, you know, back in the day, and people will laugh at me who actually are old because their back in the day is much worse than our back in the day. But back in my day, you couldn't be out at school at all. No. And yeah, you could. And now. It moved away. And now, even in Arkansas, which is most people would con- consider to be backwoods, we have loads of completely out um, and open gay and lesbians in the high schools and even the junior highs. And I'm not saying they don't have any problems at all, but I think it's 10 times better than it was. Oh, yeah. So, you know, if not more. So I would say even though there are still – it is still very bad and we've got a long ways to go, you can see – I can see progress. Well, I mean you, I can we definitely – always have a way to go. You're never going to completely eradicate um, – racism or bigotry or arrogance you're always going to have those one group of people in the middle of nowhere who hate somebody who don't understand logic who don't understand science there there's always going to be that person but if you educate enough people it shouldn't be an issue from a day-to-day basis that you can walk down the street hold hands with your partner and not be afraid to do it and that's basically what we're, we're aiming for is that just get enough people educated so now kids can come out and have the resources to come out thanks to the wonderful thing of invented by Al Gore called the internet and you know now we actually have the ability to learn because I know when Adam when I was your when I was young there were no books there was nothing I just knew that I was going to hell and the library had one book but the only way I could get it was to ship it in from somewhere else and if I did that they would know who I was you know and now, I mean, with the internet, you got tons of information, you got tons of resources, you could talk to people. I mean, it's just, it's amazing. And I'm very, I'm, I feel very happy that the kids these days have this opportunity, have this ability to do this now, which is a great thing. But at the same time, guys, don't let your guard down. I mean, don't, you don't have to walk around completely paranoid, but just be sensible about where you are in your surroundings, you know. If you're walking down the street in BFE hillbilly land, don't, you know, I hate to say this, but don't hold hands because you might get, I mean, know where your surroundings, protect yourself. And, you know, it, it sucks, but, you know, protect yourself from physical harm, whatever, when, whatever way you can. All right. On to the last story, Mr. Adam Burns, if you would, please. Okay. In one of the first reported anti-gay hazing incidents since the repeal of Don't Ask, Don't Tell, a submariner was the target of anti-gay comments, called Brokeback, and teased about coming out of the closet. The sailor who, was, who had earlier reported being threatened with a knife in an attempted rape in Diego Garcia faced the harassment during a group training session on the military's new policy on homosexuality. An investigative report obtained by the Associated Press reveals that the case, which resulted in the firing of the top enlisted officer on a nuclear submarine, was started by gay jokes about the sailor who reported the attempted rape. The Navy said the officer, Master Chief Machinist Mate Charles Berry, was not involved in the hazing but had knowledge of it and failed to report it to his chain of command. So, so Larry, since you were in the military... Um Gives, gives, gives some. I mean, do you still have friends in the military? Has it gotten better? Or I mean, give us some insight here. 
No, I I'm not in contact with anybody uh, that I was in the military with. I mean, well, I didn't do my complete full term. Uh, a lot of people found out that I was gay or just made natural assumptions, and things just kind of went downhill for me. So, uh, you know, when I was in the military, most of the guys there was the guys that did their jobs, and then there was a lot of guys that didn't do their jobs that were just there to sit around and collect a paycheck. And so, you know, would people you, hate would, business surprise me. Would you go back now? No. No. You're done with done with doing the military thing. Uh, granted, it'd be nice to uh, lose some weight again. <laughs> that was the one good thing that came out of boot camp. Uh, that was actually the thinnest I'd ever been. But uh, no. no okay. I, I well, I mean, I think we're we obviously are progressing with the military, which is a good thing. Now, if we can just get these poor guys out of harm's way, then both in subjecting to verbal abuse and also gunfire that would be a great thing so but come back come back to us boys and come back to us in style if you know what i mean (laughs) all right i think they've run out of bad puns for this show all right so uh let me go around really quick let everybody talk about the shows that they're on and we'll wrap it up on another episode of this week in gay so without further ado mr adam burns which by the way are why are you are you in the uk now or what's the deal here no it's always been i i lived in the uk for a while and i guess i was so enthralled with it that i had to come up with a, i worked for yahoo uk and I had to come up with an email address over there, so I did Adam Burns underscore UK. So for a while there, all of my logins and, and screen names for every service just became Adam Burns underscore UK. Now, of course, I'm not over there, but I I leave. I don't change all my screen names. So, and I haven't come up with a good screen name for myself, so I just kind of keep it. And he's been working it ever since. Right. And so everyone asks me, "Are you from the UK?" No. I lived there once. Yes. Would you like a bit of spotted dick? I would love – I really want to go to the UK and I really want to track down that porn star I have a fascination with. I know if I went over there, he would be uh, – <laughs> I would be getting into trouble because I love the British accent. It's so sexy. So, man, the, the guys in the chat rooms are raunchy tonight. That's all I'm going to say. They want my, my, what, my legs are blocking the sun? What? Anyhow, all right, so uh, without continuing on, Mr. Brother Sinatus, tell us about your stuff. Oh, you can find me on Twitter and uh, Google Plus under Brother Sinatus. That's C-I-N-A-E-D-U-S. And I also have audio booths that I put out occasionally. All right, and then last but not least, Mr. Larry Queen, Q-Sledge as some people call him. Yes, you can find me on the Twitters as QSledge, which I do like to keep that account separate from my Facebook. But uh, you can sometimes find me posting my show, The Brain Hammer Cast, on iTunes. And that will be? On iTunes. <laughs> um, so, wait, I didn't actually give my stuff. Oh, yeah, tell oh. us about your stuff, Adam. Um, <laughs> tell my... us about your stuff. Come on. <laughs> my tell stuff, stuff. well... I would say the best place for people to find me uh, is dubiousintent.com. I do a little show with Daniel Brewer. I have a little personal journal thing that I've tried to get started, but I am not very good at that because I find myself very boring to listen to by myself. But um, anything that I'm doing, you will hear about on Dubious Intent, um, the show. So if there are any things I'm doing in the future or if I ever put out another show, you'll 
you'll hear it. So that would be the best place. And of course, we're on Pride 48. Um, I am one of the founding members with Daniel. And um, any of our shows can be heard on Pride48.com. Yes, and we're actually live uh, 7 p.m. on Sundays for This Week in Gay. And then, Adam, just give us a recap. Well, how are things going for Vegas? My so, questions. I don't know number of people at the moment, uh, so I can't give you that. Everything's shaping up nicely. We have a, a much larger room than we had last year for the actual um, the live broadcasts. Uh, we do have a – if anyone goes over to uh, pride48.com, the website has been updated. It will redirect nice. to Pride. It looks very um, nice, by the way. Oh, thank you. I, I actually did that and I copied – I tried to copy Pride 48, but all of that was uh, me copying. <laughs> but anyway, so I uh, it will redirect for now to pride48live.com, which is a temporary site until Daniel gets – uh, I, we don't know how long that will be, but he has a lot of grand plans for Pride48.com that he's cool. going to hand code. So, yeah, it's, it's shaping up. I can't give you numbers, but we have, we have a lot of shows who have signed up already. And the numbers of people going there, I think, look like it will be more than we had next year. But I, you know, I can't say for sure. More it's going to be a fun time, though. Well, I definitely I, I had all the intentions of coming, but unfortunately, I have a couple of house emergency things I have to pay for. So, if I do come, it's going to be last minute, jumping on a plane and sleeping on the bench. So, um, but if you guys, if our fans would donate, if you want these naked photos everybody wants to see, donation. Now, I'm not going to open that up again. I did that next time. I actually <laughs> donated. Uh, that was like okay, well, great. Well, now I got to send you a video for a hundred buck donation. <laughs> Nobody knows, but I, I will do this for you. Nobody of your listeners may know what I look like, and I'm not saying that I'm a, a, a god in the area of books, <laughs> but I have no problem sending people naked photos or videos if they donate to you. So, Oh, well, thank you, Adam. There, so. <laughs> hey, actually, I just, we just want a flesh, a flesh uh, not a flesh jack, but a mold of your penis. I was... That's that's what I really want. So, ah, Lunacock. Yeah, the the uh, on on your old show, you basically made a mold of your of your of your junk. So that stayed with the X. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I wonder but why. I <laughs> yeah, because I I don't use molds of my own penis very often, so I think he got more use of it than I did. <laughs> All right. Well, this has been uh, this week in gay. Join us every week. Mostly every week, unless something comes up like a fam- family shindig or something. I'm Pride48.com at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, this is Anthony. Thank you all for joining. We'll see you next time on this week. Okay. Bye-bye, folks. Have a safe sport. Have a safe sport.